This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn. And today I'm super excited to dive into tarot with Sky Marinda. She's a tarot coach in Washington, D.C. Tarot has the power to deepen your perspective so that you can take the next steps toward the future you want. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today, Sky. Yeah, thanks for having me. So when did you start tarot? Where did that show up for you first? Yeah, well, (laughs) I started back in 2017, just like doing readings for myself because I planned this big trip to Salem, Massachusetts for Halloween. And I thought it would just be like a fun, silly Halloween with like all of the most festive activities. But what I really got into was like witchy stuff, witchcraft, tarot, and I was like, oh, I really like this. (laughs) Um, But then I started. Cool. The trip to Salem. How was it? It was. uh, It was good. Like I went to my first ritual there, um, and it was like with a group of complete strangers, and that was cool. and then I, they had like a drum circle on actual Halloween to celebrate. So yeah, there's lots of cool witchy stuff if you want to kind of just like dip your toe in or dive in the deep end. <laughs> I love it. So tarot fat did you know? Like, tell me about how it found you. Hmm. Well, I think my. My friend was like, oh, I heard you've been getting into witchy stuff. I've been doing this for 16 years. Uh, And he bought me a tarot deck and like sat me down and gave me like a lesson that was very much like about intuitive reading. He's like, it was funny. He was like, tell me what you think that card means. Um, And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, no, you know, what does that card mean? And it was really fun. So that was like how I got started learning. <laughs> uh, but then later I kind of like learned the more traditional meanings, came up with my own meanings. So it's kind of fun to like do all the different ways to read. So what are the different ways to read? Like I mentioned before, I have had tarot readings, but I don't even know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> I mean, I think people have their own style. So some people might do only intuitive reading where it's just kind of like what they feel from the cards, which I I think that works well too, because the way tarot, the way I would say tarot works, it's like these images, right? And you're looking at the images and you're thinking about what they mean to you. Um, And then there are more traditional, I guess you would say, meanings that people have created for the different cards and so you might look at that and be like oh well this 
source says that this card always means heartbreak or this card always means a job promotion. <laughs> and then I think you also begin to develop your own meanings for them where you're like, huh, every time I pull this card, I feel like it means that the person I'm reading for is in school or they're thinking about going to school. Um, so yeah, you kind of develop layers to it. Interesting. And I, I find it challenging for me to digest the idea of art always meaning the same thing because everything has such a nuance to it. Yeah, I think there's, I'm trying to think, I think the context of the reading can help sometimes, like the justice card, when that comes up in a career reading for someone, I'm like, oh, you want to do something that you feel like has this higher purpose, that is like helping people, that is helping make the world more just. But if it comes up in like a relationship reading, it's kind of more like, oh, it's hard for you to like not be right in an argument <laughs> because you don't want to feel like you, you don't want to feel like you're not getting justice. Um, so yeah, it kind of, the context can help with that. That's super interesting. And I giggle at that because I'm a lawyer by education and- oh, cool. That's super true. I can't ever be in an argument with my husband or kids that like, you know, I'm not right. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah, they all like, that's, that's so true. <laughs> I can see that. So <clears throat> what's your reading style? I would say, well, my reading style is I do try to focus a little less on like future predictions. Not that they're like never helpful or I never do them. When people are like very much want that style of reading, I'll be like, okay, we can kind of like do some predictions. But I feel like the most, what I think is the most helpful way to use tarot is to kind of use it as a check-in about like where you are, how you're feeling, what could be blocking you and like what can help you get to the future you want. I love um, that. Yeah, and I always give people like a intention that we kind of craft together based on what we talked about in their reading so they can like write down an intention every day and like also use it as like a magic spell in a way to create the future. Ooh, that's that is like all tingly. That's a really cool idea. Um <clears throat> I respect that type of reading more than I do. Come on, I'll be there. Like, we all know that whoever you're reading for has free will. And while we can see possibilities, that person may decide to pack their shit and skip town, move to Scottsdale for the next three years just because. Like, who knows? So I love, I love your yeah. style. Yeah, it can also be kind of like depressing and defeating to like make a lot of predictions. You know what I mean? Like if you're like, oh, am I going to get this job I'm applying for or am I is moving going to work out? 
smoothly and it's like no and then you're like oh <laughs> I don't, don't want to like discourage people from going for something you know and just be like oh yeah don't even try like I, that's not my vibe exactly I, I had a girl ask me the other day about whether she was going to move in 2023 or 2024 and my response to her was whenever you want to like <laughs> I'm not going to pick that for you. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. So what kind of cards do you use in your readings? Uh, all the decks I have are based off of the Smith Rider Waite deck. Um, and that's the one that if you don't know tarot, you've probably seen this deck. It has like the bright yellow box normally and it looks kind of old-timey mm -hmm. because it is it came out in 1909 but like I still love that deck because the artist Pamela Coleman Smith like she really she really did her job so all the decks I have now definitely are heavily influenced by that deck cool um was that the first deck you ever used yeah, it was my friend who I was talking about. He bought me like a mini Smith Rider weight deck. But now I have like I have 13 decks. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> How do you know which one to use for, for what person? Yeah, when I give readings over Zoom, I normally pick out three and let them choose which one they're they're feeling called to. And in person, I'll bring like two or three also. So that's fun. It's kind of an extra layer of them getting to like dictate the reading and use their own intuition. Um, and then I have one deck that is only for me. Like I don't use it with clients because I kind of want to keep it like special in a way. So I don't get like burned out. I understand out. that. <laughs> So when you're in a reading, how does your intuition speak to you? It's definitely been something that I've had to develop over the past two, three years. Like when I started, it's definitely a process of trusting your intuition more. Like if I just, for me, it kind of shows up as like, I'll just have like random thoughts <laughs> like I'll just feel like I don't know why I just feel like this card is talking about how you feel very defensive right now at in the situation we're talking about and they'll be like yeah and I'm like oh cool so it's just kind of like trial and error in terms of like trusting your intuition going with whatever random thoughts pop up in your head um if that makes sense totally how does intuition show up for you in in other areas outside mm. of readings i think that's why i like giving readings so much because outside of readings it's a lot harder like i have a lot of anxiety um so you know, with anxiety, I guess you kind of just got to also learn like, okay, this is just how my anxiety always shows up. Like it's kind of patterned and predictable. Like for me, it's like, I'm always afraid I'm going to like leave the stove on and like burn the house down. <laughs> 
and like <laughs> stuff like that. Um, so I think that's why I like reading so much because it's a space where you can really practice your intuition more. That's interesting. So with respect to the anxiety that you experience, do you find that you have intuitive hits around that or does that kind of drown it out? I think it's, it's something that I feel like it did get worse over the past two years, maybe because I was at home or someone was at home more often. So I was like texting them, like, can you check the stove? So now that like <laughs> I'm back out more, oh. I'm having to like just like trust and talk myself down that it's just in my head. So I don't know if it's like, I think that's kind of like, I saw, I see people post this a lot on Twitter and it's something I also think about, like, how do you distinguish between anxiety and intuition? And I do think it's kind of like a long journey of like getting to know yourself more, understanding your anxiety patterns more. So then you can also understand what is intuition and what is just like your regular anxiety. So I applaud you for talking about anxiety openly, because I know that that's a very vulnerable issue. And <clears throat> there are some of us who don't recognize when anxiety is brewing for someone and maybe do things to make it worse unintentionally. How do you handle situations like that? Hmm. Like if people feel like they are listening to their intuition, but really it's anxiety. Yeah. Or you're with someone, let's say you're doing a reading for someone and that person triggers your anxiety for some reason and they have no idea they did it. Like, hmm. How do you, how, how do you pull yourself back out of that? spiral oh yeah I think the only the only way that I ever feel anxious giving readings is if I start to be like oh maybe this reading isn't going well like what I'm saying isn't resonating mm -hmm. so I have to really practice not analyzing how the reading is going while it's going and I'll just think that like because I <laughs> it's funny because uh I can be really bad at like uh telling how people feel because it's because again the anxiety I'm like oh they don't like this reading so I just I know to not listen to that voice other than that like people can say whatever like I have people talk about you know what they're going through and it can be really challenging like loss um depression even though I don't treat depression but you can talk about it with me still <laughs> and like you know just real stuff they're going through and they can talk about like whatever topic and it's totally cool so I just have to keep myself from like inserting myself into the space too much and just like let the space be cool that's I think that's really important for all of our listeners because that's a skill that every one of us can use to be able the the process of creating that space for, for somebody who's in the shit. Like they're, they're telling you about their traumas and bad things and, and not take that on yourself. 
What helps you do that? Um, I think just knowing that I don't know and <laughs> reminding myself that because if I like think, oh, is the reading not going well? And I keep like validating that possibility, like I'll just get distracted and not be present. So it's just like I'll st still maybe have the thought like, oh, is this not resonating? And then I just have to like practice setting that thought aside and like being present. Being present is critical. I mean, I find that some people are just really hard to gauge. They're either so absorbed by their own shit or they just aren't expressive. So it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah, Scorpio moons, they are <laughs> very secretive because I pull up people's astrology also. And so I just realized oh. the pattern where it's like, oh, Scorpio moons are very much like give you you know they just don't emote a lot during the session but then maybe afterwards they'll be like wow like that was spot on so it's like you never know <laughs> cool yeah no i'm a. I just learned about this too like i'm on this journey of learning and self-discovery i'm a libra sun cancer rising aries moon so like you're i think you're pretty clear where you stand with me <laughs> i'm also a libra so there you go Oh, cool. Libra sisters. <laughs> so can you tell us a story about like a really powerful reading you had or, or something that had to do with your intuition? Mm. Let's see. I, I give readings at bars a lot now. Um, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, if you're in DC, um, <laughs> come out. But I was there a few weeks ago, and someone came up to me and he was like, Oh, I got a reading from you last month. And I thought it was crazy because you told me to focus on my art more. And you didn't know I was an artist, but I am. And I have been doing my art more. And I'm selling it for the first time ever before I would just give it away. <laughs> it's like, now I'm like actually selling it and making money. And yeah, it's been awesome. That's really cool. And that he took the time to seek you out and tell you that. Yeah, I love hearing back from people. I'm thinking if there's any other intuitions. <laughs> well, I know for me, there's always a ton until somebody asks me. And then I'm like, nope, got nothing. <laughs> I know, right? Um, there's like a lot of funny. I feel like the funny ones also stick out. Like this um, person came up and I pulled like all heartbreak cards. And I was like, damn, I hope this person is like recently already heartbroken because like <laughs> I don't want to be like yeah and luckily she was she was just cracking up she was like oh my god I was literally just talking with my friend about this guy who I need I stopped seeing but I really need to like not go back again and I was like yeah definitely don't <laughs> <laughs> that's funny do you ever go to other readers for like for your own readings? Yeah, I stream on Twitch 
And so I'll go to other readers actually live on Twitch, which is really fun. So you just like put your question in the chat and they like do your reading live streamed. Cool. How's that experience? It's cool. Like I had someone who like, I mean, she was definitely more on like the psychic scale, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was asking her if I should like go to this event, but she was also like, I'm getting, she's like, does your partner, are they watching sports right now? Because I keep seeing like sports in my head. I was like, yeah, he is. <laughs> so that was really funny. Um, but yeah, but they have like given me like good quick answers where I'm like, should I go to this event this year? I don't know my schedule, the money, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, yeah, I, like, I think you should focus on other things. Or I think this is a staycation kind of year versus a vacation. And she was totally right about that, too. <laughs> That's neat. I have a hard time finding other readers that I vibe with. Like, mm -hmm. so that's, I'm super excited that you have such a good experience with other readers. Yeah, I think, mm -hmm. I think people who have a social media presence, not that just only having a social media presence makes you a good reader, but I feel like it's easier to like, tell someone's vibe like I've definitely had the experience where I just walked into a random tarot store in New York and totally was like okay they were just trying to like upsell me the whole time yeah. like oh if you really want to know what's coming for you like pay 20 more bucks I'm like I'm okay <laughs> for the ones who were like oh you have a curse I'll remove it for 111 dollars <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh so that's why it is kind of nice that we have you know i mean social media has its problems but it, it has been like a nice renaissance of like cool readers that you can like tell their vibe that you can tell they're not trying to scam you hopefully <laughs> so how do you work with clients I, well, when I do it over Zoom, it's like, it's in the bar, I kind of keep it like short and sweet unless people really want to go in detail. But when I do it over Zoom, it is a lot longer. And we do talk about some natal astrology. And natal astrology is just like your birth chart versus kind of looking how the present astrology is affecting you. Those are kind of like two different things. But anyway, yeah. so we look at like your birth chart. Um, and then I like to do a spread that I designed where it's kind of like looking at where you're at right now, what's going on for you. So we can kind of like talk about that, um, looking at what you really want for yourself and then looking at like what can help and what intention would be best for you to focus on. That's nice. I like the, the vibe of that. It's got, it feels like it's got nice continuity and gives some direction to people. Yeah, I really like it. I like, um, I think about doing other spreads. So I'm like, I just like, I like this one. <laughs> 
Yeah, right? This one's working, so why not? <laughs> so can people do book one reading with you? Do you sell packages? How does that look? Um, right now, I just have it as one. But if you want to message me and get like a deal, we can definitely I can definitely give you a package discount. <laughs> awesome. And what are where do people find you? I am mostly on Instagram. And I've been making YouTube videos now. So if you want to learn a little bit more about like witchy stuff, um, I have some tutorials up there. And then on Twitch, I do live readings. Um, yeah, Twitter. But, you know, Twitter, I mostly just post about random stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So what is what's an example of one of your YouTube videos that we can go consume after we listen to this? Yeah, depending on when this comes out, or if you just want to get ready for next year, potentially, I just posted a video about how to celebrate the winter solstice and Yule um, and like traditions that you can do. Oh, super cool. Um, so you look at the, like all of the different um, holidays we'll call them pagan holidays and, and do you post things about each of those i just started that um but yeah I, potentially maybe eventually i'll have all eight up there <laughs> that would be awesome but yeah and then just other I'm, oh go ahead oh I, i'm always like looking for new ideas about how to celebrate things so that's mm. i'm gonna go check it out <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Do you have any piece of wisdom, guidance, anything that you want to share with our audience before we leave today? Hmm. I think like overall how I try to approach tarot and witchy stuff is to Maybe this is a whole nother conversation, but just to not worry so much about dogmas and rules, like always be respectful, right, of things that are outside of your culture. But at, when it's within your realm, like don't feel bogged down by like, you have to do it this way. You must do it that way. Um because I think you just have fun with it. That's what I really like to do is have fun with spirituality, feel levity with it. So, yeah, hopefully it's giving that for you in your life. I love that. That is so perfect because people are really caught up in the, like, how am I supposed to do this versus how do I want to do this? Yeah, yeah. And it's like That's every tradition or every like meaning that there is, it can be nice to know traditions and be like, oh, wow. Like, like now I'm thinking about the winter solstice, but you know, the tree represents um, growth and vitality and health. Right. And that's like a cool thing. But at the same time, someone made that up one time. <laughs> so you can always kind of like come up with your own ideas, too. I love it. Awesome. 
So I want all of you to go check out Sky's links that are included in the show notes here and learn some more about her YouTube videos. I'm going to go check them out right now. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been really fun chatting with you. Thanks for having me. See you next week on Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. Peace and badass magic. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 